Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there? I hope you had a great weekend. Of course, the weekend always goes by fast, but as long as you enjoy it, that's all that counts. Well, all right, let's get into episode 68, people. Let's get into episode 68. And the name of episode 68 is amazing. The name of episode 68, people, is amazing. But before we get into episode 68, you know what we got to do. You just know what we got to do. Tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, we're getting ready to start in that Memphis building. And when we start in that Memphis building, you know how we're going to start, baby. Ja Morant, phenomenal last night, man. Ja Morant was phenomenal. Well, as you know, the Memphis Grizzlies pulled it off at the buzzer, but with a Jay Crowder uh, three-pointer. But it wasn't until Ja Morant weaved his way through the defense, behind the back, between the legs, and shifted to the middle of the court and shoveled a sweet pass to Jay Crowder at the buzzer to nail it and beat the Brooklyn Nets at the buzzer. Phenomenal game, people. If you watch the game, you watch the young man come of age because he was going against Kyrie Irving, who's a seasoned pro, and probably the, one of the top three point guards in the game. But John Morant didn't back down at all, man. John Morant took it to him every chance he could get, and he was hungry out there. I'm telling you, he's my pick for the rookie of the year. And I'm standing by it. John Morant is a phenomenal ball player, man. And he put it all on display last night. Now, the season is young, but I tell you, man, I'm really excited about where this young man's career is going to go. He's definitely a superstar in the waiting. But right now, he's a little young, a little green, and and it showed. But at the same time, he's a phenomenal ball player that played a phenomenal game, 27 points, phenomenal, man. And and the Memphis Grizzlies needed every one of those buckets to pull it off by one point. And so, you know, it was a back-and-forth game the whole time. The Memphis Grizzlies up one, Brooklyn Nets up one. Really an excellent, excellent game. But I tell you what, John Morant's heroics shine through. And I think if anybody was watching that game, you really could tell – that John Morant is going to be something special, baby. John Morant is a phenomenal ball player, man. And like Coach Luke said, he's definitely my pick for Rookie of the Year. And he was my pick for Rookie of the Year even when Zion was healthy. But he's still my pick for Rookie of the Year right now. And so coming out of that Memphis building, John Morant, man, put on a show last night. And I tell you, if you missed it, Google it. Check it out on YouTube. Watch this young man perform, man. It's something special when you watch him perform. But coming out of that Memphis building, John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies knocked off the Brooklyn Nets at the buzzer. Phenomenal game, man. Phenomenal game. Well, all right. 
on a little sadder note, hey, it's still young in the season, but my Knicks are 0-3. All right, they're 0-3. I love their energy, though. I love their energy. And the game against the Spurs, they were close. Very close. Game against Brooklyn, I think they blew one. They had the Brooklyn Nets, and I think they blew one down the stretch with with, with bad decisions and, and free throws and you name it, turnovers. I mean, they just crashed at the end. And Brooklyn Nets sneaked that one out. But I really believe the Knicks, that game was for the Knicks. And then last night, they really was never in it against the Boston Celtics. And so Boston just ran away with it, man. They ran away with it. I'm not talking about last night. I mean Saturday night. The Boston Celtics ran away with the game. And so the Knicks are 0-3. I like their energy. They're working hard. The coaching staff is working hard, and I think they're going to turn it around. I really believe the Knicks need a closer, though. Hint, hint, Carmelo Anthony is still out there, Knicks, uh, but they need a closer. They need someone. They're staying close in games, but they need someone that's going to finish a game for them. They need a high-level scorer that's going to finish a game. But you know the New York Knicks are playing, and I'm very happy to see where they're going. Uh, they haven't won a game yet, but when you play hard, it becomes contagious, and you start to win some games. So all you Knicks fans, be patient, man. Be patient, because the Knicks are on their way up. They're on their way up. You might not look like it right now, but they're definitely on their way up. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Trey Young, man. 39 points last night against Orlando Magic, man. Trey Young is a baller, man. And I mean, his range is, is limitless. I mean, he reminds me of a young Steph Curry. He can shoot it from anywhere. He almost pulled up from half court on one of them. Trey Young had 39 points last night. I believe that's his, uh, his, um, career high. All right. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to it, but I do believe that that's Trey Young's career high. Phenomenal game last night. I mean, Trey Young was hitting from everywhere. Excellent game, and of course the Atlanta um, Hawks pulled it off. The Atlanta Hawks is a sleeper, man. The Atlanta Hawks is definitely a sleeper in that Eastern Conference. You're going to have to watch the Atlanta Hawks moving forward, and I've said it over and over again. They're going to sneak into the playoffs, and they're going to do some damage because they're young and they're strong, and you're going to have to watch it because, again, Trey Young at point guard is phenomenal. Now, they got some excellent players, man. DeAndre Hunter, my main man, Cam Reddish, all right? They got a lot of excellent talent over there in, in Atlanta, all right? And then they got the old guard, Vince Carter, teaching them the way. You know, he's showing them the way. He doesn't play much anymore, but he's showing these young guys the way, how to get it done in the NBA. And so you got to watch the Atlanta Hawks, and we're kind of getting off, but Trey Young, was phenomenal last night. 
39 points. And again, like Coach Luke said, he was shooting from a little bit of everywhere. Phenomenal ball player, and he can only get better, people. This is his second year in the league. He's only going to get better, all right? And he might make a push this year in his second year for the All-Star team. And if he keeps putting numbers up like that, no one will be able to turn him away. Phenomenal player, phenomenal game. Trey Young, an excellent baller, man. Well, the Boston Celtics, we just spoke about them uh, 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 running through my New York Knicks the other night. But now a lot of people are starting to see that the Boston Celtics are a little bit better than what people thought. They are for real. They're deep. They got a lot of young talent, and they got a mixture of good veterans on that team. And when you say veterans, it's four years and better, all right? But most of the team in Boston is young. But I tell you what, they have a phenomenal nucleus and a phenomenal team, and they are a playoff team. A lot of people don't understand that. Boston is still a playoff team. And the reason why they are a playoff team is the way that they play defense, man. The Boston Celtics have got to be one of the top defensive players uh, teams in the league, man. They really clamp down on teams and smother teams defensively. And they have a great offensive group. All right? They got excellent players on offense. And so when you play defense like this, defense wins games. Defense wins championships. And I'm going to tell you, I really, really believe that. And so, you know, Brad Stevens, who's an excellent, excellent coach, really pushed defense in front of offense. Some So much, some people say he's a defensive coach. I don't like to label coaches because you need defense as well as offense, but he does have a strong, strong angle on defense, and it shows in them Boston Celtic teams that he puts on the floor, man. They really clamp down, and they really close out on shots, whether it's three-pointers or whether it's just regular jump shots. They're always closing out on the shooter, and that's that becomes habitual. That becomes a, a very strong habit, and guess what? Your defense becomes all that much better. But a lot of people really thought that the Boston Celtics would get out the gate and struggle. No, 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 no. The Boston Celtics are for real, people, and I'm here to let you know they're for real and they're going to be a playoff team. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. We got a lot of great coaches on deck, and we got more coaches coming into All Things Basketball Podcast getting involved in our training and our training method. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, we got that AAU profile, baby. That AAU profile. I'm telling you, we got a wonderful young lady coming out of that Illinois area, Ayana Peoples, 5'10 point guard, committed to going to Notre Dame, all right, out of that Illinois area. And her AAU outfit is AG2G, out of Illinois. Excellent AAU outfit, AG2G. And uh, so Ayana Peoples 
is our AAU profile for this Monday's show. Phenomenal player, 5'10", and she's also on Team USA, um, 18 and under. Okay, so she's a phenomenal baller. She's going to the University of Notre Dame with a great, great coach, Muffet McGraw. And I tell you, that's that's excellent when you could get up under a great coach like Muffet McGraw's won championships and have pushed young ladies into the WNBA. I tell you, Ayanna Peoples is in the right place with that type of coaching uh, um, next to her so that she can go to the next level. And so that's our AAU profile for this show, Ayanna Peoples, all right? And like I said, she's going to Notre Dame, and she's out of that Illinois area. Danville, Illinois. All right. Well, we've reached the point in the show that we always reach people. If you want to be a sponsor to the All Things Basketball Show podcast, or if you want to be, uh, if you want your ass to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button and leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor to the show or you want your ads to your company to be on All Things Basketball Podcast, these are the two things that you have to do. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Play them or trade them. Play him or trade him. Well, we're talking out of that New York building. You know, uh, as Dennis Smith continues to struggle, Alfred Payton is still playing some excellent ball, but he's not scoring, okay? You're sitting there and you just got Frank Nacolini just sitting on the bench. Frank Nacolini was your number number, um, five pick two or three years ago. Come on, man. Excellent ball player. Not five. Number seven pick. Two or three years ago. Dennis Smith went number eight to Dallas. Uh, and Frank Nicolini went number seven to the New York Knicks. And so if you're not going to play him, trade him. We're wasting a lot of time. This kid has a lot of talent. He's an excellent ball player. And you should be looking to play him. Well, I hear tonight they're going to play him. Tonight they're going to give him a lot of playing time. And so and so we're going to see what Frank Nicolini's got. All right? We haven't seen him all season long. He's been smothered on the bench. Okay? And so that's not a good thing. I mean, you, he's a young player, a young baller, man. You should be able to fit him in there, give him some opportunities, see what he's got. Because, again, like I said, Dennis Smith is not playing well at all. He is really tanking right now. And then you have uh, Alfred Payton, who is excellent. He's an excellent hustler and an excellent defender. But guess what? He's not making any buckets right now. He's really not. And like I said, Alfred Payton is not putting the ball in the hoop. So you really need to give Frank Nicolini an opportunity right now, Coach Fisdale, if you're listening to All Things Basketball Podcast. You have to, you have to give Frank Nicolini an opportunity. That's the only way you're going to see what he's worth right now. And if you don't give him an opportunity, then I think New York Knicks, speaking for a big fan and a definitely a guy that knows the game, you should trade him. Trade him for a draft pick or something. But don't just leave him smothered on the bench when you're having problems. 
at point guard. And so that's what's coming out of the New York Knicks building. Trade them, play them, excuse me, play them or trade them. Play them or trade them. And we're talking about Frank Nacolini out of France, you know, Team France, who won the gold medal in the World Games. And Frank Nacolini was a big, big part of that. And so now he does have talent, and we know he's got talent, but you guys are just not playing him right now. And so give him a shot. Coming out of that New York Knicks building, Frank Nicolini needs to get an opportunity. Utah will get it together. Well, the Utah Jazz are really trying to get it together. They're trying to mesh. They've got a lot of new pieces, and at times, you know, things get a little helter-skelter. But these guys are trying to mesh. Mike Conley, all right, Donovan Mitchell. You got a lot of talent in the building. And right now they're trying to mesh and put it all together so they can go and make a championship run. Now, again, the Utah Jazz have enough to win the championship, people. Will they do it? We don't know. But they have enough to win the championship, people. Understand that. They do have enough to win the championship. And so... You're looking at the Utah Jazz as a strong contender. And so what they're doing now, they're just trying to get it together. They're trying to put it together and get it together so the season could be a lot smoother and they could win some games and position themselves for a chance and a run at the NBA championship. You have the talent, Utah. There's no excuse this year, all right? Of course, we're all looking at the front runners which are the two um, L.A. teams, the Clippers and the Lakers, all right? And then we're looking at Houston and Portland. But, hey, right after that, guess who's right there? Those Utah Jazz, baby. The Utah Jazz are right there, man. And so, listen, you got an opportunity. You just got to get it together out that Utah building, put it together, and get it going in the right direction. And I think they will. Like I said, will they win a championship? That's up for discussion. Do they have enough talent to win a championship? Of course they do. They have a great five, and they have a good four or five people on that bench. And a lot of people are sleeping on the Utah Jazz, but I'm sure not. Because, again, like I said, they have enough talent to win it all. All right. Once again, baby, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, coming out of that WNBA front office, people, I mean, we talked about it. We talked about the domestic violence problem that is surrounding the WNBA. And now, coming out of the WNBA front office, they have a solution to the um, domestic violence situation that somewhat goes on in the WNBA. And this year, more than any of the other years of of the league's existence, it became a very big issue. So a statement from Kathy Engelbert, our new WNBA commissioner, All right. And this is what's going on. All right. When it comes to domestic violence. All right. As soon as you've arrested or as soon as there's charges that involve you, as soon as that player, excuse me, 
that player that's involved in domestic violence is charged with that crime, they are automatically suspended. Two days later, there'll be a statement from the league on how long that player is suspended or may be banned for life. So they are really getting strict when you get to the ban for life, depending on how severe the crimes are in the domestic violence case. You could be banned for life. So I hope these players are taking this serious because I tell you what, Miss Kathy Engelbert, the commissioner, is now taking it serious. Now, upon being suspended, you will be levied with another suspension, whether it's in the off season or whether it's in the regular season of the WNBA with an amount of games. Again, it all depends on the severity of the crime. Okay, if it was just a verbal argument, because you can get charged with, with, with domestic violence verbally too. And so I guess something like that would be a lesser charge and a lesser suspension than something very physical. Okay, and so that's just Coach Luke's thoughts right there. But coming out of that WNBA front office, right now they're taking it serious, man, and you will be suspended immediately without pay and on top of it you could be banned depend on the severity of the situation and so hey the WNBA acted quick people they made these statements maybe a month ago and now I'm back here with you guys talking about it and they made the situation very quick they made the decision very quick and how they were going about handling this whole situation Kudos to the WNBA for jumping on something like this very quick because it's very dangerous when you start touching into that domestic violence and, and you're trying to build a brand. It's almost impossible for you to build a brand with domestic violence or any crime that's involved with what you're trying to do. And so again, Kathy Engelbert is an excellent commissioner. She jumped right on it. And these are the solutions that she's come up with. I guess it's got to be approved. But right now, she's feeling good enough to talk about how she plans on going about it moving forward in the WNBA. Well, all right. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Amazing. The first week in the NBA, man. Amazing, amazing basketball was being played all across, man, from state to state, man. It was wonderful. I know Coach Luke as a ball player, a former ball player, and a coach enjoyed it. It was a wonderful, wonderful first week, and it's just going to get more exciting, people. The league is getting more exciting. The league is a whole lot younger, and, I mean, hang in there. Hang right in there with the, with the NBA. All right, because I tell you what, you got some real serious ball getting ready to get played. I mean, I watched several games, and all of those games were exciting. Most of them came down to the wire. And I tell you what, the league is flourishing because of it. There's much more parity in the NBA right now than has ever been. 
There's much more parity in the league than there's ever been. Teams are a whole lot more even than they've ever been. There's not that many blowouts, and it shows. Parity is excellent for any organization or any league when you have a lot more even competitive spirits out there and any team could win the game. And so the NBA is doing a great job with the parity situation, all right? And so right now, you got a lot of great teams out there. You don't know which way it's going to go. You, Of course, you got your favorites. And again, like I said, of course, those two L.A. teams, the Lakers and the Clippers, I would say are the front runners. But, hey, you got Milwaukee. You got Houston. And, and you know, the defending champion, Toronto Raptors, they have to be beat, people. They have to be beat. And I know a lot of people say, oh, they're not going to win it, Coach Luke. Maybe they won't, but you got to beat them, and no one's beating them right now. And they have the ring. They have the championship, and so no one is beating them. And so this is just a wonderful thing, the NBA right now, one week down, okay? And, um, hey, it's just a wonderful situation. I love it. I love it, man. All right? And so, you know, it's just amazing to see basketball played the way that it's been played this first week. All right. The show's been wonderful, people. I'd like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes, hit me up on Instagram, hitting me up on Facebook, all of my listeners. I'd like to thank my whole staff at All Things Basketball Podcast. I got the best staff in the media game, baby. And I'll continue to say that right there. I got the best staff in the media game. And so it was a wonderful show. I'll see you guys Wednesday, 7 p.m. sharp. All right? Good night. God bless.